<sighs> Angela, welcome back. <laughs> Can I have more enthusiasm? <laughs> Let's talk to our neighbors, because everyone can inspire. The Inspiring Neighbors Podcast Lightyear Angela Solano, welcome back no. to the real world. Um, I think you want to go like, yeah, thank you. I meant for our listeners. I wasn't trying to be like... Okay, don't <laughs> scream at me. Stop yelling at me. I was trying to be super selfish. Like, give me the direct pep talk. But yes. Angela, Angela, Welcome Angela, back yourself, me, my Angela. But it's like... Angela. <laughs> Angela. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we can find us in between. <laughs> For all That's the fine. co-workers of That's Angela fine. listening, I would like you to That's do fine. that every Monday morning when you see yeah. her. Hey, that could help. It's worth a try. I know there's a lot of you <laughs> listening. Oh, we're the best. Okay, go back. I was just being um, an idiot while you were talking. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, no, I was going to say, it doesn't really... I was going to say, welcome back, Trevor. But then I realized it's not really welcome back for you this year, is it? It doesn't really feel like a welcome back is appropriate. Why? Welcome, Explain. Welcome, I'm welcome, to... <laughs> welcome anew. <laughs> welcome to your welcome new future. Welcome to your new life. Should we explain? Are we going to let think, the cat out I of think, the bag? I think, uh, well, are <laughs> you ready to? <laughs> Spill the beans. There are people very close to me in my life that don't know yeah. yet. Oh, really? Very close. Well, they should listen to the podcast. This is a good <laughs> This is yeah. where the scoops are revealed. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I feel triggered hearing you say that. <laughs> On multiple levels. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay, we don't we won't go into it. We won't go into it. But we have to at some point. What's the timeline yeah, here? We do it now, right now. We'll do it now. Now that everyone's on the edge of their seat. Yeah. What's up, My Trevor? closest allies. So last time we did an Angela and Trevor update, mm-hmm. I opened up about a big event in my life that may or may not happen that was leaving my job. Mm. And I should say, after I did that, I had like multiple people text me and be like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Do it. <laughs> Stop oh being boy. a sissy. Just go do it. <laughs> so... Thank you for all the support from everyone. Uh, you know who you are. And so it was November 26th was the day I had to go back to the office. Mm-hmm. And I had like three weeks to think about it. Laura and I considered it in a lot of detail. And November 26th rolled around. I went into the office I kind of sat there for a little while in awe of how I felt. Mm-hmm. And that was very, there was a very big push to leave. Like, just, this is not it. Mm-hmm. So I called Laura at lunchtime. We had yet another heart to heart. Laura and I have lots of heart to hearts. And she's my biggest supporter. So thank you, Laura. And we talked it through that afternoon at around one or two. Two o'clock in the afternoon, I went and interrupted my the company owner and I said, this is it. It's just not aligning with me anymore. I can't do an amazing job for you and I can't accept not doing an amazing job anymore. 
Mm. I'm just not giving it my all and you're not getting 100% from me. And I don't think you will. So I think um, I need to go chase what what lights my fire. And it wow. was the most terrifying thing I think I've ever done. There's a long corridor from my desk to where he was. Yeah. And I got halfway down the corridor. And this corridor mm-hmm. is just glass. Like everybody can see people walking up and down this corridor. And I made it halfway. Mm-hmm. I did a 180 because I was oh, panicking. Yes. I was like physically mm-hmm. shaking. I walked back mm-hmm. toward my desk like five steps. And then I like was like, no, it has to happen. <laughs> no more of this. Trevor. On your so, first day back. Yeah. That's... So everybody saw like everyone was just watching Trevor lose his mind in the corridor. <laughs> Turned back around again stomped my way into the office into his office i had no idea what i was gonna say like it all just went blank and i just opened up my heart and poured it on to him and he he supported me he said you're awesome and i support you and we're sad but best of luck and i think you'll be great so it was it went perfectly about an hour later i started feeling gross and sick (laughs) i was sick for like Three weeks. And then my whole family got whole sick. Family. So there was like, yeah, there was a huge, I'll call it decompression. Yeah, and that was pretty long, right? Like a couple of weeks. Yeah, I say three weeks. I feel like it was way more. It was just Maybe. like on top of all that, there was like all those whatever germs going around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. just kept it getting was, sick. It was the season, yeah. Yeah. So it was like the apocalypse was happening. I quit my job forever. Did you cause the apocalypse? Maybe I did. I think I caused it in my mind. (laughs) That's huge. Congratulations. This has been building, I guess, for a long, long time. For a very long time. And I finally did it. How do you feel now? Um, Unorganized. I feel unorganized. I'm very excited. I have a bunch of cool really cool projects on the go that i'm working on um but it's hard it's everybody says this and like i'm one of those people who just don't listen i have to experience for for myself but we've even interviewed people who say like get your ducks in a row make sure things are happening before you do it that's how like because they all did it they all didn't do that they all did it the way i did it and then they say, if I could do it again, I'd go back and make sure things are more organized before I leave. Mm-hmm. Yet nobody does it that way. And I didn't. I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure many, many yeah, people have successfully Yeah, but most of the stories are here. Yeah, for sure. Great. But um, I feel like there's, it's like starting all over, learning something new again. and like learning to walk again. Because there's, there's no structure. Yeah. There's literally nobody telling you what you have to do except you. Mm-hmm. And even then, you don't know what you have to do. So then, like, I found myself just creating to-do lists. Like, mm-hmm. I, these are the things I can do. And then I create priorities, just arbitrary priorities out of this list. And then I'm, like, obsessing <laughs> over the priorities that I just <laughs> arbitrarily came up with and pulled yeah. out of the sky. I will say that the amount of support I've got mm-hmm. after leaving is 
it's crazy. It's psychotic, the amount of people that have supported me. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm, like, getting choked up talking about it. But, like, so many people that know about it mm-hmm. have just, like, rooted me on. And I've met so many amazing people since then. And, yeah, it's crazy. Like, people just making time and clearing their calendar for chats with me to help me get going. It's been... It's been crazy. I'm excited to see what it brings. Um, there's stressful moments in the day, and there's just like there is when you work for someone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm really excited. And I'm happy now. I f- now I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders now that we've yeah, talked that's, about that's, it. Yeah, I guess that's what I was going to ask. Like, the weight is permanently off. It's new yes. challenges, yeah. new scary things. Is that right? Yep. And I do feel like I'm being more present at home as well. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge thing that I don't have to think about anymore. Even just that alone has been a huge impact. I feel better. I have more energy. I still don't get up at 4 a.m. like Valentina. Mm-hmm. But I will. I'll get there one day. But is that the goal? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the goal is... Uh... You don't feel bad about that anymore because you're working at your own schedule and no, but but no, no, not by others' timelines. That's true. I don't have to get up before because I don't have an office to be at at eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a quote that says, uh, "If you get up at four a.m. every morning, you're successful." <laughs> well, there's many quotes. <laughs> I can just, as, as we have found, we just make quotes. <laughs> but we have to live by every quote. But what is truth? Oh boy. Oh man! <laughs> Open the book. Too early. Yeah. Too early. So that was that was it. That was my excitement. And ooh, I do have one more thing, but we can talk. Should we talk about it now? I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hold on. Let, let, let me let me not jump there yet. Okay. Let's just let's, wrap, let's wrap up a little bit. We'll dig into it. Cut us out. So the okay. So the weight is lifted off, and now you have ultimate freedom. And it's almost too much freedom. The world is very big. The possibilities mm. are infinite. And and so you're trying to get some structure around yourself. Yes. And that's a good way to put it. And you have a lot of help, which is great to hear. Yes. I um, heard, or not I heard, I, I finally received Karen Kessler's book uh, in the mail. I ordered it. I think it's like limited edition. So it was... It was a while before I was shipped by Amazon, uh, but I finally received it. Perfect timing, New Year. Uh, and the first section that has like an actual exercise that makes you think about is very focused on getting essentially your support network lined up. And who do you go to for this type of question? Who do you go to for that type of question? So it sounds like if you're following the 101 <laughs> Karen and Karen methodology, you are right on track to to setting yourself up for success thank you that's good um good feedback i i haven't got that far in the book yet it's like a 90 page book (laughs) that my seven-year-old could read in the day and i haven't made it through it but you're right that network i i think i underestimated how powerful that is Mm -hmm. to have because i'm literally just like floating in space with Laura, who is my never-ending motivator. But you need people who have done it before and have been there 
-hmm. and it's so powerful just to hear them talk about it for 20 minutes even just to see what's possible Mm -hmm. and that is basically anything get the ideas out there that isn't just you you're not the only idea machine you can kind of like yeah make, make it better and better one thing that's been an interesting balance is like my idea validation because you want to, and you and I have talked about this before, you want to know what people think of your ideas. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to be discouraged mm-hmm. by negative feedback, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you get negative feedback and you say, no, they just don't like they don't get it. It's going to be great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and don't follow the naysayers. Like if you have a great idea, go for it. But then you reach out to people anyways. And the people that say, yeah, that's a great idea. You're like, oh, yeah, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. the people who say, well, you should think about this or change this. And like, no, they just don't get it. They're not the right people to ask. <laughs> so yeah. that's been interesting because mm-hmm. like one of the I- things that I'm working on, I do have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what future possible potential consumers might think. But there's a part of me that says, ask them. But don't listen to them if they tell you it's not a good idea. So that's, that's I got to talk to somebody who knows a lot about that. <laughs> a therapist, maybe. And <laughs> and maybe just evolving, right? Like the, yeah, it's like you said, it's hard to just learn from listening all the time. So you'll practice. Yeah. How do you have like centering thoughts that are helping you to stay grounded, I guess, and not get overwhelmed with all the possibilities that are out there? I would say yes. There's a there's a huge mindset aspect to all of this. Um, mainly believing that you can be the person that you are heading out to be. Mm-hmm. And often you get the thoughts that say, "What have you done? Like, what were you thinking?" And there's a huge. It's kind of like a habit that I'm trying to develop to work through those thoughts. I think. Mm-hmm. And this is a continuous effort. But I think it's um, an important one. And that's probably more important than actually doing the things that are on my to-do list. Is Mm -hmm. working through those thoughts and saying, you can be great. You will be great. And these are the things you're going to be great at. And I've also narrowed all my unending ideas down into kind of three things that I really want to focus on this year. And I just constantly remind myself of those three things. These are the priorities for this year. Mm-hmm. And this is the starting point. And where you go can be crazy in years from now, but let's focus on these steps. And they're big steps, mm-hmm. but they're just, it's not everything all at once. And that's been a huge exercise for me. It's cool. I, I love being on the on the sidelines of this. And <laughs> I bet. I forward to imagine. more updates. See yeah. see what uh, <laughs> what all these projects how they evolve. Uh, but there we already have one project we can report on. That is. Uh, yes. Congratulations on your book, Trevor. Thank finally, you. finally, Thank I you. could buy it. I was so excited. <laughs> finally, that was long. That was a long time. <laughs> it was long for me. I don't know for you. Who obviously it was, was very much longer. Long for me. I think it was a year. A year from when I had it written to mm-hmm. it being online and available wow. for purchase. That's a big uh, learning curve, I guess. It was. It was a huge learning curve. Uh, I learned a ton. 
I learned a few things that I would do differently, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. The there's the next step is kind of like the business side of creating a book and being an author is marketing yourself and marketing your book. Mm-hmm. And now you're no longer that introverted author who can sit in his at his table and write with nobody bothering him. Now you have to get out and like spread the word and talk about yourself and talk about the book and how great it is. And that'll be new for me. So I'm excited to do that. So yeah, that was that was huge. It was, I think, January 2nd or January 3rd when it was available. Is that was that a big def- difference between like knowing the book is going to come out and uh, going through the whole process and actually like seeing it on Amazon with your name on it? Yeah, that was cool. And like there's a you can click on the name Trevor Dorham on Amazon and it goes to the author thing, which is blank right now, but it still exists and that was really cool. It's really cool to see the final product. And I ordered like 125 books. So then I'm going to take those and like wander around the city showing people and saying put it in your coffee shop so people see it so (laughs) it's cool to see how things align too (laughs) because the company who helped me self-publish this book Mm -hmm. also provides i would call it coaching or mentoring on like Mm -hmm. the promotion of your book Mm -hmm. and they make you go through this exercise where they talk all about uh, marketing and finding your audience and targeting them and it's like I can take all those lessons and use them in the the other things that I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, it's like everything is being an entrepreneur. Now, everything I do is under that umbrella, basically. Mm. And you quickly find yourself thinking that way, a way that you've never thought before. (laughs) And I'm really excited because I don't think anyone's received the book yet because it's there's a crazy no. long shipping time and yeah. anyway <laughs> get it as soon as you can everyone because yeah yeah it's uh get it now don't delay <laughs> yeah you'll your future self will thank you so say the name and that uh, the thing is like we talked to we mentioned the book before but i really want to get into like tell us about the book tell us what it, where it came from and uh yeah how, how did this happen okay what so the book about? is called Uh, Polar Bear and Walrus Find Their Hearts. And it was a book that I wrote about a year ago. I had been wanting, I say this every time, but I had been wanting to write a book, a children's book. I'll say since Tommy was born, seven (laughs) years. And it started because I would read these books with Tommy and we'd get so into them. Like (laughs) they would just capture us and take us to all these great places. And I'm kind of obsessed with Dr. Seuss. I love mm-hmm. the way Dr. Seuss wrote mm-hmm. and he always made, so him and Robert Munch did something really cool usually. And that is like, they made the kids in the stories very powerful. And Robert mm-hmm. Munch was amazing at this. Like the parents were so silly and goofy and did crazy things, but the parent or the kid had everything under control. They were the voice of reason. They were like the intelligent ones. And I love that part of things. My book has none of that. I don't know why I mentioned it, but... That's cool. I like that. I never noticed that. You're right. And uh, I love the way... So Dr. Seuss has his rhyming that he's notorious yep. for. Uh, and I love that style. I love the way a book flows when it rhymes like that. And I think mm-hmm. the kids are captivated by it as well. 
there's tons of amazing stories out there that don't rhyme, but they do captivate the kids. But I really wanted to write a book that had that like rhythm and the rhyming, and it was just fun to say the words mm-hmm. and hear them being said. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the style of my book is like that. It has some easy rhymes. It flows. It's very rhythmic. Um, and it's basically about two characters, a polar bear and a walrus, who, upon seeing each other for the first time, are they're wary of each other. They're a little bit fearful. Uh, they're not sure. They're unsure of what's going to happen because this character is different than them. They look scary. They're and they kind of put on this intimidation towards each other. And then one of the characters, I'm not going to um, spoil the whole story, but one of the characters kind of realizes this at one point. And they're able to flip the narrative and say, we don't have to intimidate each other. We don't have to be scared of each other. There's something cooler that could happen if we open ourselves up to that possibility. And then they go on a, a little bit of a journey with each other. So... I don't know exactly where the inspiration came from. I knew I wanted to write a book for a really long time. One day, it just like the idea came to me, and I happened to have like the universe kind of aligned with me for that day. And I happened to have 45 minutes where I could sit and the house was silent and I could write. And I just did that. I sat down and I wrote. And then I worked on it for a few weeks, like tweaking this and that. And getting feedback um marcy helped me with some of the verses and stuff just to spruce them up i got a lot of feedback on i had words that didn't exist in the book mm-hmm. like that weren't words like you made it up yeah yeah and i was trying to decide do i use them or mm-hmm. is this book used for do i want kids to learn the real words at the same time like i waffled back and forth between using my brain a little bit more to come up with the right word that actually exists Hmm. and still be clever or make it a little bit humorous and (laughs) throw a word in that didn't exist and made and i decided that that may be confusing at this point because i didn't do it throughout the whole book i just Hmm. did it here and there so it wasn't consistent so then i i decided to use words and use my brain a little harder (laughs) to make words that rhyme and exist at the same time so so how was uh i guess you have a captive test audience at home <laughs> did, did the kids like it what was it like that they hear it over and over how? they heard it. yeah they did tommy was basically my test subject my guinea pig mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think probably he got tired of hearing it at one point <laughs> because every time like i get sketch illustrations from the illustrator yeah. And it's just black and white pencil sketches on mm-hmm. what the book would be like. So then I would take that and I would mix it with the words and I would read it to Tommy and uh, like be so excited. And, yeah. and they're like, what would you think? Is it great? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Next round of illustrations come through, I would yeah. do it again. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dad, it's good. It, I like it. <laughs> Next round of illustrations, yeah. now the words are like, and now it's all formatted into look like a book mm-hmm. and all the pages mm-hmm. make sense. Mm-hmm. Read it again. Yeah, Dad, it's awesome. So that I think I wore them out a little bit, but (laughs) at one point we got the book and he saw it and he saw my name written on the book and then it like clicked. He's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Dad's name is on the book and it makes sense. Like 
it all kind of came together in his head and then mm -hmm. he was excited about it again and he liked it and then people would come over and i um a mutual friend of ours uh came over and read it to tommy and it was really, it was a surreal experience watching somebody read the book out loud. Actually, it wasn't to Tommy, it was to Noah. And Noah hadn't heard the story before. And he was just glued. Like he was fascinated with how she was reading it. He was like, he was basically sitting on her lap listening to this book being read. And Noah doesn't do that. Like Noah is quite, he's not easily warmed to somebody new. Mm -hmm. But in this case, he was, and he loved it, and he was just glued to the illustrations and stuff, and that was really amazing to watch from afar. Yeah. So cool. God, my heart melts just, like, imagining it. It and was very cool. It was a very <laughs> – it was a moment I won't forget. Do you have, like, a an age range in mind? Or did it, at some point you had to think about it, I guess? Uh, what yeah, point the, was that, and what age range did you land on? When I wrote it, I I didn't really. Mm -hmm. I th I think I had Tommy's age in my mind because mm -hmm. that's kind of what I knew. And then through the publishing process, we had to pick an age. Like you need to know what shelf this book is going to sit on. Mm -hmm. And that is um, sometimes it's called under seven, so seven and under. Sometimes it's called four to seven. Okay. Because there are younger age books, like the board books and stuff that for under four but yeah the age range is from four to seven but i would so, say from four to like what lego does four to 99 yeah because I think <laughs> most people could resonate with the story i totally agree and again i'm looking forward to having the actual book but from the previous it's just it's such a beautiful story and it, like i said it's i wonder really where the inspiration came from and i guess you have been able to nail it down and maybe it's not one thing but i feel like it's it's a book uh, belongs to this time like we have so many problems in society right now it's so visible how people have a hard time understanding each other uh, mm -hmm. adults and countries and pol politicians and i guess at every level uh i would like to maintain hope that kids growing up in this environment will be able to see that and be more gentle with each other and be better to each other and i don't know just just look at this as adult problems that they <laughs> they will do better uh when they get there and throughout so yeah no I, I think i totally agree to all the way to 99 i really loved it i can't wait to have it on my shelf <laughs> oh, thank you and i agree with you it's it's a lesson that everybody needs to hear um mm -hmm. i think the fear aspect like when i wrote it mm -hmm. i was doing a lot of work myself with mm -hmm. fear and mm -hmm what things I've, have been holding back because of fear. Um, and it's just, it's a perspective. It's just, mm -hmm. you decide something scary. Mm -hmm. And you hold yourself back because of that decision. What if you decided it wasn't scary? What if you decided that you're going to do it even if it is a little bit scary, you can open yourself up to it? And that happens in the story. And I think that was definitely where some of the story came from is, is just what was happening in my life at the time. That's brilliant. I love that way of saying that. That's I, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it Thank is a choice. It's me. a choice and it's a perspective, definitely. Thinking about like the, the I don't know if it's scary to you. Uh, I imagine it's, it's scary to go out there and promote your book and talk about 
and put yourself out there. Um, the fact that it's a kid's book, there, there's, there's like an edge of fun to that too, isn't there? Like yeah. imagining kids, like talking to kids about it or sharing it with kids. There is. And I think one aspect of it, the kids side aspect that I love is I will get honest feedback from this book. That's, <laughs> that's the kids great. don't hold back. They <laughs> are not worried about hurting my feelings or telling me what I want to hear. They are going to say if they like it and they'll say if they don't. And if they're indifferent, it'll be obvious. It'll yeah. be another book. So that's exciting. It's a little bit confusing going to market a book where your customer is not the user, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So I'm marketing this book to parents. Mm -hmm. They are my customer. Mm -hmm. But I also have to market it to the kid. Yeah. And again, that's an alignment with another one of my projects. So I'm going to learn that real quick um, through trials and tribulations. But I'm excited. I'm excited to do it and get out there and talk about it and be this new person that didn't <laughs> exist two months ago. No, I would I would say be be yourself. But that's true. Maybe you didn't have a chance to be as much two months ago. That's a good point. Be the person I was meant to be. Keep keep becoming you. That's yeah. that's super exciting. Uh, Trevor Dorham, the author. And so children's author, okay, this is looking towards the future. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost, when you think about like, when I think about writing and the things that are tough about writing, the toughest is the, is the actual writing. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I don't, I never got past that, right? Never got past mm -hmm. like having something written to say, oh, then the publishing or then the illustrations or the marketing is the tough part. I would have no clue because the, just getting the thing written is usually what stops most people. Mm -hmm. The fact that you had this inspiration and 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 were able to take it and run with it and make the most of it and that's amazing. That's not likely to happen every time, right? So, how do you see no. the future of like your next book, the one after that? What? Well. Uh, kind of books will you write and what will the process look like i think i'm gonna stick to kids books mm -hmm. it's very rewarding to write a good good kids book and i think at first i chose it because i didn't think i could write for adults i don't think i have like the literacy to write a well-written book for adults and that's I see you shaking your head. Just <laughs> why we're going to move to video, video <laughs> podcasting. But uh, I don't know. It's still a thought. But as I started writing for kids, I realized this is actually challenging too. Because now, like, you have to captivate these kids. Yeah. And the words you're choosing are, like, there's not a lot of words on each page. They have to mm -hmm. be pretty accurate and well-pointed, mm -hmm. I guess I would say. And there's, I try to put some humor into it so that the parent enjoys it as well. There's parts of the book that the kids won't find funny, but the parents <laughs> hopefully will chuckle at. Nice. And I love some of my favorite books do that. There is an art to it, and I love that side of it. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to continue with kids' books. Um, I actually have written my second book. Oh. 
I don't know if you knew this. Did you? Did I ever share it with you? No. Yeah, I think you told me there was a second book, but I wasn't sure what state it's in. And okay. now you have to tell me, like, tell me about. It. Well, what was the process at least? Like, what, was it the same? Did you just have a an idea? Took forty five minutes and got the core so of it out. The process was similar, and I waited for it because I knew mm. what happened the first time. Mm-hmm. Like that when that inspiration came, and I jumped on it, and it yeah. just kind of flowed. Uh, there's been days when I like I want to write, but there's nothing to write. There's nothing mm-hmm. coming out. It's just the writer's block. And I quickly figured out that if I just let it be, mm-hmm. at some point I'll be doing something or listening. Often it's a song that sparks something in me. So I'll be okay. listening to something. And this is what happened with the second book. I heard a song on the radio. I loved it. I loved the idea behind it. and I said, And I thought this could be something that, a kid could enjoy too if worded in the right way. Huh. And again, so it's not a children's song to nope, begin. It's, it's like, not. Okay. okay. It no, it's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> it could be. It could be, but it isn't. Um and again I found the time. I just created the time, I think, to sit down and get the words out because they just kept flowing to me. So I think that's gonna be my process for now. Just kind of surrender to waiting for the inspiration to come and when that happens jump on it people out there call it inspired action so that's what i'd like to do and that's what i did for the second one um hopefully that'll happen for the next one as well but the second one is very different it's less of a story and more of a an account of lessons that i would like Mm. to impart in children and this is even more in the age range of four to ninety nine, because the lessons are lifelong. Lifelong, yeah. So that's a very exciting one. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do the publishing process a little bit differently. I'd like to say that I know enough now that I could probably handle it. Kind of sourcing the experts on my own. Hmm. And really, truly self-publishing this one instead of having somebody help me. I probably still have tons to learn, and I will learn. It's harder than it looks. But I think that's the route I want to go. And if I continue doing this, I would like to be an expert at it. Mm-hmm. If I would go and do 20 more books, maybe yeah. I can be the one publishing them. Maybe Sense. I can be the publishing house mm-hmm. with a sweet name. So I will say one thing to the freedom that came with leaving my job mm-hmm. there's just one example i'm thinking of is on linkedin i mm. couldn't share all this with linkedin i didn't feel comfortable sharing all of this because all my coworkers and my bosses were also on linkedin mm-hmm. and i didn't feel comfortable wrong or right i didn't feel comfortable sharing that i'm also kind of moonlighting as all these other things the podcast and the authoring and and now I'm free to just put it out there. I'm so free to show everybody who I am. And now I'm getting comments from people I worked with two months ago saying, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that's been very freeing. Everything's aligning. I'm so happy for you, Trevor. <laughs> thank you. And thank so you for all your support. For us and all we're going to get out of uh, <laughs> all the good stuff that's coming our way with your uh, being able to focus on the things you really love. Yes, I'm excited too. So what's new with you, Angela? Spill some beans. 
This can't I'm be a one-sided episode. <laughs> no, oh, this is the on. Trevor episode. This okay. is the Trevor episode. Um, you watched lots of movies during the Christmas movies. break, right? <laughs> yeah. I took a good recharge break. That's good. And uh, it was good. Recharging. I feel like doing nothing, um, whether it's in the form of movies or a retreat or whatever people like to do is always is always good for the soul. Spending time with the people you love without any schedule is good for the soul. And so feel recharged and uh and yeah, thinking thinking about priorities, thinking about um structure and how to make the structure of my days reflect my priorities. I think I think it's 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 I was thinking about how New Year's well New Year's resolutions are easy to make fun of, but thinking about my New Year's resolutions for the last few years, and I think they're kind of always in the same vein, but trying to give myself credit for, it's it's an iterative process, right? And each round you get closer and closer and you dial down tighter what worked, what didn't work last year, like how to make your days better, right? And yeah. and. and get closer to what's going to fulfill you and what's going to feel sustainable and, and all these things. And so mm-hmm. I think it's, it's pretty cool. The other thing is like, yeah, like um, someone said, you don't want to be the type of person that signs up for the gym on January 1st. And I think we need to be like easier on ourselves because the reason that we tend to be those types of people is because that's the only time we got to stop and think and reflect on life. Uh, it just yeah. happens to be that it is when everybody's on holidays and nobody mm-hmm. is uh, emailing you or calling you or expecting you to do this or that. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope uh, 2023 is going to be an awesome year for everyone uh, listening. And uh, let's let's do this. I'm excited That's too. My message. <laughs> well said. If you feel the urge on January 1st to sign up for the gym, go sign up for the gym. <laughs> do it if not Just then then it. when <laughs> Listen, exactly. it's only gonna get crazier yeah um what about the podcast trevor what's the plan all right so what are we thinking about the podcast we have guests booked into march which wow. i never expected <laughs> to happen but something very cool has started happening with regarding guests mm-hmm. where Either previous guests reach out and say, you need to interview this person. Or we had one person, and I won't spill the beans on who it was, but they reached out to me on social media out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and said, hey, I am this person, I've done this, and I want to be on your show. Will you have me? And it was one of the coolest moments that I've experienced so far. And of course, I said, yes, absolutely. And they said, great. Is tomorrow good? (laughs) (laughs) And it took me a while to get them booked, um, as it tends to, for some reason. I need to work on my admin procedures. But uh, we got them booked. I'm very excited for that episode. I'm excited for all of our episodes, like the people that we have lined up. They're incredible. And they vary so much. Yeah. That's been really cool to yes. see is, is how many different types of inspirational people there are. Mm-hmm. Infinite, I would say. Yeah, I, I think for, for both of us, it's been kind of a lesson in 
um, opening our minds to to what you can learn from people from a conversation. Again, like we kind of had this idea going in, but I think even when we had the idea, even when it was, yeah, we can learn from any neighbor and, and talk to people. Um, we still had a lot of checks in our mind about what that would look like. And so overthought the people we would have on, right? And yeah. and overthought who who we would make sense and who um, maybe it wouldn't make sense in this format to to chat with. But uh, as we, as I think we've just like this will be the year that we really feel free to have a even a broader diversity of, of guests and and appreciate everyone for what they bring and who they are and not not um, yeah not try to set a standard of who people should who, who people should be or what we should be aiming for because that's that's the biggest takeaway right it's there's so many ways there's infinite ways to yeah. live a good life well said and be a good person <laughs> i agree well said it's not like a checklist that you check all these boxes and you can now you're worthy of being interviewed <laughs> we have a guest that i signed up um that I told him, I can't really nail down what is inspiring about you, but there's something that I'm captivated with when I talk to you. Nice. And for that reason, I think you need to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just super well said, Angela. I agree with you. Is We've just become open to like every, literally everybody can be inspiring and probably is. In terms of what else? What else in the podcast is going to change? Let's talk about the merch store. Okay. Thank you for bringing it up. (laughs) It doesn't exist yet. Tiptoeing around. (laughs) Because I'm super excited about this. So we are, we're going to start a merch store for all the people who are in need of a shirt or a coffee mug. I know there's lots of you out there. Um, We are starting a store with uh, Inspiring Neighbors Podcast Merchandise. And it's a it's a way to put cool stuff out there, send out a little more light. Uh, the ideas that we've had are really good, and it's a way for the listeners to give back if they feel it, and I think that's important too. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, Angela and I have been workshopping a whole bunch of things to write on a shirt. So if any of you have ideas, please reach out to us. If there's a sentence that you'd like to put on a shirt that isn't explicit, please let us know. <laughs> it's it's brought more alignment into my entrepreneur world as well, just cool. starting that merch store. Mm-hmm. So look for that in the coming weeks. Basically, I my my feel about it is it's the same as the as the podcast. Like if we're making a podcast that I like to listen to, and I the merch store, I'm sure will be things that. I want to have and I want to buy and I would like somebody to be making available for me. So in that spirit, hopefully it, it brings joy to other people as well. Well said. I think it will. And mm-hmm. it's, again, that's what we need to focus on. If this is something that we would love, then let's mm-hmm. put it out there. Like Alex, your sister says. Otherwise, it'll end up on CBS. <laughs> the oft-quoted. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good moment. Yeah. Um, so, and then there's other, there's one other thing that I want to try out and that's possible like affiliate links. 
Yeah. So one idea I've had, and I've heard it uh, used on other podcasts, is this is an example, is just like an Amazon affiliate link. So instead of just going to Amazon.com or Amazon.ca and shopping, you go to, you use a link that we provide you, and then you do a shopping, your same shopping experience through that link. The difference being that some of what you spend helps support the podcast. <laughs> so nothing costs extra. It's just Amazon gives us a kickback for providing more customers to them. There's hundreds, thousands of, of affiliate links out there that exist. Mm -hmm. We need to do some workshopping as we normally do to figure out what aligns with our show and what aligns with our, our listeners. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was another, another exciting addition that we're going to make to the podcast this, this year. Did cool. I miss anything? I'm very excited. I think that's, uh, that's enough for now. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's update people as it comes. Yeah, that is a lot. So are we ready to get started with this year? Any <laughs> final thoughts? Any final thoughts? I would say um, we're still learning. I'm mm -hmm. still learning how to do a podcast. I think you're still learning how to do a podcast. And there's ups and downs that happen along the way. I think what I want to say is thank you to the loyal followers that we have that have stuck with us. Uh, as we continue to learn how to do this and again the feedback that we've had is incredible and it's filled my heart and I love doing this and it's going to be amazing this is going to be an amazing year and I just love you all and please continue to give us all that amazing feedback that you do here here everything you just said <laughs> absolutely yes we love you guys thanks for supporting us and um making this really really fun and fulfilling happy 2023 everyone happy 2023